Hi, everyone, and welcome to the San Marcos Chamber of Commerce podcast. I'm Chamber CEO Rick Rungaitis, and thanks for joining us today. Uh, today's special guest is Miguel De Jesus with Cal State San Marcos. Uh, Miguel is an executive coach and sales marketing consultant. He's a highly accomplished, results-oriented, C-level leader with more than 30-plus years of experience leading business management, global sales marketing for growth-oriented companies and CEOs with two Fortune 500 companies. A leader in running $200 million sales organization and new business revenue as a VP sales and most currently providing leadership and sales training to professionals as a leadership consultant and personal development coach. He is a digital marketing professional helping business leaders, authors, speakers, coaches, and other professionals to improve their marketing efforts to gain more visitors, leads, and client conversation conversions. Uh, and Miguel's also an avid baseball fan like myself. So, uh, Cal State San Marcos offers so many great resources to our, our chamber members and, and business leaders and the business community in San Marcos and North County. And um, Miguel, Miguel is very accomplished and, and certainly fits that category. So, Miguel, thanks for joining us today. I appreciate you joining the podcast. Rick, it is an absolute pleasure for me and for the university to um, provide some, you know, in the course of our conversation, some ideas, suggestions, and perhaps insights on, on how to uh, come out better on, on the other side of uh, COVID-19. So I'm looking forward to uh, participating in that regard, and thank you for the uh, invitation. Well, I, you know, I think one of the biggest challenges for any business, for any organization, um, and I'm sure from the university standpoint, the same thing is messaging and, and being able to message out uh, some of these great programs that, that you have to offer and, uh, and, and now more than ever, uh, when, uh, uh, when people need them. So I, I know a couple of programs that, you know, I wanted to talk to you today, talk to you about today and be able to, to tell our listeners about, um, I, I know the chamber has par- participated in the senior experience program for, for a number of years and have, have had some great results. And you had mentioned about having resources from, you know, from a COVID-19 uh, perspective. And I, I know the, the university has put together a business recovery and resource program. So um, maybe start there. Tell us a little bit about that program. All right. Awesome. So the, um, the university, uh, Cal State San Marcos, um, assembled oh, anywhere between eight to 10 uh, folks from the various programs that we support and implement throughout the community and the university and came up with a program called Business Response Recovery and Resource Program, or BRRR. And we developed that with the specific purpose and outcome of being of service, um, primarily over the next 30 to 45 days to the local business community to help them get on a pro bono basis some executive level consulting at no charge, pro bono, to the point. Um, As you know, Rick, uh, many uh, clients are going through an evaluation of their current and existing business plans and marketing strategies going into the second half of the year. And because of the COVID-19, we just thought it would be appropriate for the university um, on a first-come, first-served basis to offer business owners who are interested in 60 to 90 minutes of a consult to basically review their current strategies and perhaps their, their future thinking um, so that they can position themselves to come out stronger in the, the balance of 2020, but also, more importantly, position them to win in, in uh, 2021. So we came up with those, that program, and we got 
anywhere from eight to 10 volunteer executives who are willing to uh, work with the business owners uh, of any size from, from more one person operation to an enterprise level company to work basically on we've, uh, what we've identified as six pillars of potential growth to help the organization think about uh, the next six months and 2021. So the first has to deal with answering the questions around growth. Uh, how do you plan to grow your business, which includes obviously attraction, retention, conversion of current clients that you had previously, but also re-engaging them to come back in a post-COVID world. How do you do that so that people feel comfortable people feel confident that they are safe, secure, and don't need to worry about uh, perhaps um, unsafe environments. That's the first pillar of growth. How do you do that? The second pillar of growth, which is unbelievably essential and very important at this time frame, has to do with the people component of organizational growth and development. So one of our uh, experts in the field um, will speak to generally about five or six areas of people and organizational engagement that are important. The first is employer retention. So what does that look like? How do you, how do you involve, how do you re-engage employees that have been out for 60 to 90 days and get them to be committed back to the organization? And how do you reduce uh, turnover? If turnover is a problem. Uh, the second element of that pillar has to do with employee engagement. Um, and, and that has got to do with how do you pulse your current employees? How do you engage them? How do you get feedback? How often do you do it? Um, the third uh, discussion point under that heading has to do with upskilling. This is very important, Rick, um, because as we exit the current economy, the one that we had, and re-emerge on the other side, there's going to be upskilling skilling and reskilling requirements that our expert is capable of discussing with business owners. We are going to have to retrain our employees and upskill them to the requirements of the business. So that's pillar number two. It goes much more in depth with the people side of it, but it becomes very important. The third pillar has to do with uh, the pivoting side of it. And you know, Sam Clark, he's our entrepreneurial professor at the university, uh, we need to take a look at how do you pivot inside the current environment your business? You need to develop new products, you need to develop uh, delivery vehicles. How do you expand your reach within the current physical confinements of the physical structure that you've got? How do you do that? How do you become larger? So the pivoting aspect under the entrepreneurial banner becomes a very important uh, whiteboard exercise and discussion that is a third important element of our plan. And then the last one's got to do with profits. So profits has got everything to do with P&L, how do you drive top line, but also how do you manage your expenses with the efficiency and efficacy that are required in order for you to improve your bottom line. Those are the four pillars that we've identified that are important, Rick, going into the second half of 2020. And like I said, but it will also position you very strongly into a, a project and a program where 2021 can be pretty exciting for, for a lot of us. Does that help answer a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. And I think the, the word of the year is definitely pivot. And um, as I've gotten out more in the last couple of weeks, I've 
I've seen businesses, um, you know, make the make the necessary changes. Um, most of those businesses I've been to are restaurants and breweries, which I'm sure is not a shock to anyone. Uh, but it's been everybody's been doing it in some unique format, but they've been doing it to meet the health and safety guidelines. Uh, but there's so many challenges, uh, you know, from an employee standpoint. From a capacity standpoint, I mean, businesses are able to open, but they're only doing, you know, maybe 25% of the business they were used to doing in the past. So, um, so, so there are a lot of challenges. And, and one of the things that you hit on too, is that, um, you know, from a chamber standpoint, we've worked so hard to help push to get businesses to be able to, to reopen. Uh, but now uh, customers and employees have to feel safe uh, going to these businesses. And one of the things that the chamber uh, partnered with the city on was a business safety promise. Uh, basically, it's just following the, the guidelines and, and being able to have a, a wall cling and a poster on your, in, your, in your place of business to let your customers know that we have, we're taking it seriously and we're doing what needs to be done to, to meet these uh, health and safety guidelines. And I think that's very important. You know, it's like um, um, Rick, you can think about you know, pre-COVID, right? So every if you're in a restaurant business, every uh, restaurant business covets to get that that number A, that seal of approval has got an A on it, which means that the uh, official authorities uh, in the restaurant industry as well as the city have said, this establishment gets an A rating for all of the elements that we measure. You know what would probably be interesting and probably very efficient is for a similar type of rating designated by the city of San Marcos should be given to every establishment that they met the requirements post-COVID. That's an interesting marketing piece because if you can advertise that, people don't ask the question. Well, There's and, and less I, hesitation. And, and I think that's that's the thinking behind the base business safety promise is that they're they're making the promise to do these. Um, you know, there's. Uh, it's on our website, uh, on our chamber website that has the, uh, the criteria. Uh, we've had about 35 businesses already um, join uh, the program and uh, have, have gotten the, uh, the collateral to, to put in their, in their office or into their business, and it's been, uh, it's been well received. Rick, that's, that's awesome. That's, a, that's a, a brilliant way to, to put and bring um, comfort and ease anyone that still has, you know, questions or reservations about um, going inside of an established business. Um, and, and Rick, just to, to remind your, your uh, listeners, there is a, a website that I think I sent you the link to where the applicants can fill out an application, no charge for them to get this consult. Yeah, you know, and I'm glad you brought that up, Miguel. That was going to be my next question is how to get more info. And um, you can certainly uh, send me an email, uh, rick at sanmarcoschamber.com. I can forward the information that Miguel had sent me, uh, give you that link to uh, to get more information. Um, I, I think I, I just, uh, we just talked in our staff meeting earlier too, just looking to see other ways that we can get that message out, maybe in our, our next newsletter or, or something else, or maybe it's from social media or Whatever, but just uh, do you want if you want to get it directly? Just uh, send me a, send me an email, and I can send I can forward that to. Absolutely, and and as a continuation of, of where we've gotten to this point, so so the other programs that we offer to businesses in in San Diego County, and actually the clients around the world uh, as well as nationally, is our senior experience projects and our master's experience projects, all of which support the elements of ongoing continual growth. 
So um, uh, our fall semester begins September for both programs, and our senior experience uh, project that you so graciously mentioned earlier, Rick, uh, runs two times a year. Generally, we do about 110 projects on behalf of businesses. 40% of those are um, repeat uh, sponsors, and about 35% of them represent um, nonprofits of the 110 that we do a year. And it is just a phenomenal offering to small business owners and large business owners that need specific work done around either a business plan, uh, a marketing plan or strategy, or any financial planning and analysis plans that they've got moving forward uh, into uh, the new year. And it is basically a 13-week semester uh, uh, project. Um, it's, it starts the first week of September. By the middle of December, we complete the project. Sponsors get their deliverables in terms of a plan. And um, also this year, we're going to experiment because of COVID with, with uh, doing virtual trade show, which will be interesting, Rick. We're, we're going to learn as we go also. Um, how do you do a trade show virtually? Uh, because again, because of the COVID pandemic and the lack of, quite frankly, because of the lack of, of an injectable or a vaccine, uh, out of extreme caution, we can't do what we normally do, which is to hold a live uh, trade show and expo, usually at the university, occasionally at one of our strongest sponsors and supporters. For example, December of 2019, we held it at uh, uh, the Sony headquarters in Rancho Bernardo, uh, this year we can't do that, so we're we're piloting for the new concept of a virtual trade show environment. So it'll be exciting for us and certainly informative, and we'll see how we pull that off. But but the key is that the uh, business owner gets the equivalent of about 750 hours of people working on their project, usually teams of four to five graduating seniors from the College of Business Administration. Sometimes it's an intercollegiate effort, so we may partner with the, college, with the computer science department or the education department to work on a project on behalf of the sponsor, and we give them a great project at the end of those 13 weeks. The equivalent hours for that investment of, you know, of effectively $1,500 is about $2 per hour per, per student. Um, I, I, just, I find that to be outrageously phenomenal. I wish when I was in a corporate environment I had known about the Cal State programs because I would have had multiple projects going on at the time uh, through the use of the students. And the quality of the project is just outstanding. The results, the output, the idea, uh, the ideas, especially for business owners that want to get a cross um, uh, input from a variety of generations. I mean, you're dealing with younger people who have a different way of looking at things. And if you're looking to build a sustainable business, input from that from that group becomes essential in order for growth, uh, sustainability, and retargeting uh, to continue moving forward. So, so those are our are, are, are continuation programs that support the business response recovery and resource program, which again is complementary for the next uh, 30 to 45 days. And uh, it, it just becomes a phenomenal way that we can not only get involved, but engage the community in helping us better understand the needs and the requirements of the marketplace, um, uh, Rick, 
because it is that kind of engagement, certainly the relationship that you have developed at the university and we in turn have developed with you has become, I think, pivotal in, in gaining the best levels of support and visibility to your community. And I think, I hope, that your membership certainly understands that and can appreciate that. Yeah, and I want to take, uh, while we still have a little more time, I want to talk a little bit more about senior experience uh, because we've done it. Yeah. We've, we've had a couple teams, and, um, and you talk about the, uh, you know, the, the amount of investment from a, from a cash standpoint, but you know, even beyond that, just having that, um, you know, having that relationship, it's very gratifying from a, for a business owner, and it's also, you know, you learn something from having that, um, you know, working with these students, and especially from a marketing standpoint, it, it's, it goes both ways. I mean, you're, the students aren't the only ones that are uh, learning something. They're, you're you're going to learn something, too, and I highly recommend it. And the other thing I think that sometimes uh, business owners might be wary of when it's when it's a project like this is, oh, I don't have the time to do it. No, it doesn't take that much time. It's, it's, it's worth the investment, and it's uh, – you know, you're meeting with the group. Um, they're very professional. I know that. I know the teams I've had. It's just, uh, you know, they, they come to their meeting and they're they got their their coat and tie on, and it's they it's a great experience for them to uh, um, to learn. But it's it's also um, you're getting such quality work. Um, we did the last one we did was for a um, program that's been put on the shelf now because of the pandemic. Uh, is a soup program, and basically it's a crowdfunding for uh, small uh, uh, charitable programs or projects, and um, the students did a phenomenal job of, because it was something that has been sitting um, in the parking lot for us, and it's just like, we just don't have the bandwidth to put it together, and it was like, this is a perfect project, and uh, and that's the other thing that's important, too, to make it work, is from a business owner standpoint, is make sure you put together a project that is... Um, concise so it's not just you know just a lot of gray area but make sure it's something that uh, whether it's a marketing plan or whatever it may be uh, that that helps the that helps the team really put together something that you can use and we've talked about the soup program doing that virtually as well and I think that's something we may we may do because uh, in this new world we live in it's uh, you know we got to keep moving and uh, we're looking into doing that just like you're doing your virtual trade show it's uh, you know there's there's great opportunities and I think we've all learned a lot that that we can do, uh, whether it be through a Zoom meeting or, or whatever virtual world we're in. I think you're you're spot on. Uh, you made a you made a, a, well you made multiple key points that I thought were, were important. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna reinforce one that you made, and that is um, most small business owners for a multiple of reasons, and it's got to do usually with scale or the lack of their ability to scale. They they have too many things. Uh, on their plate at what time? Multiple objectives, multiple spinning plates. And so this notion of having to commit some time to a team of people can be a little off-putting unless you think through it like you have and you've certainly participated. Um, so I'm going to share with your audience that in, in my professional career of two large organizations, I've got about 19,000 hours of one-on-one meetings with my leadership team individually. 19,000 hours, that's a lot of hours. But had I not invested those 19,000 hours in the course of my tenure in two large organizations, I would never have gotten the results with the speed and the ease that they occurred 
one, I had the flywheel in motion. So, so it's a process. Yes, you've got to invest time. But if you don't invest time in that, how are you going, how are you as an individual owner going to leverage both your time and your expertise to the profit and the benefit of your clients, but also your business and also your employers? Remember, we've got multiple stakeholders in our organization. And to the degree that you invest quality time in an outsourced team that may require at most 60 to 90 minutes a week to get some guidance, get confirmation of what you've got. And by the way, all of that gets negotiated uh, in, in terms of the scope of work once we begin the project. Then, then, then how, how else could you possibly invest your time on something that is so leverageable and, is so, and has the potential of being so impactful in turning around your business and guiding it in such a way that you will get accelerated momentum from that kind of investment. So yes, it could be off-putting for business owners to say, well, I don't, I don't have uh, an hour. Well, what, what better, if you had an hour, if you could find an hour, what better way over 13 weeks, which is a total of 13 hours, might you want to invest in a team of five students to help you scale and grow your business? I, I just can't think of a better trade-off in time I mean, even if it means potentially, you know, working on the weekend an hour, which most small business people do anyway. So I, I think I think once you overcome the hurdle of value and the value proposition, Rick, because that's most mostly what we're all struggling with. We don't use that word, but we say, I don't know, I don't know if I've got an hour. Well, from a value proposition standpoint, what else could you possibly be working on than working on your business for an hour a week? Concentrating. Yeah. And, and I, and I think too, what one thing we found through this, through this pandemic is that, um, how much work you can get, get done in a virtual world and, and, and be able to do it at the time that you want to do it, whether it's getting that information from the team, from Google docs, and then be able to, you know, do it at, at, you know, whenever you, whenever you have time to do it, it makes it a lot easier. And, and same thing with doing the the meetings, uh, doing Zoom meetings or whatever it may be, just working around your schedule. There's, uh, there's, uh, there's no, there's no reason not to do it. It's just, uh, it's, it's just a great positive experience on well, so many levels. Well, you just said Rick is so, it's so insightful. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'll volunteer. I think I'm working. Not, I think I know I am working more now than I did before COVID nineteen. Yeah. No. No. No, no question. You. No. Absolutely. And I and I think it's. And, and it's, it's different. I mean, it's, uh, we're back in the office now, uh, but fully staffed, but we were, you know, we were all working remotely and it's like, um, yeah, I mean, weekends, but you, but you'd be able to pick your hours and, and do it. And, but you do have a lot more to do. And I know from a chamber standpoint, um, what we found is, you know, we're, we're more relevant now than we ever have. And, uh, now more than ever that we're, we're here helping our, our chamber members. And it's been, it's been very gratifying work and, uh, you know, doing everything we can to help. And, you know, one of the ways we're able to help is, is being able to talk to you today and, and be able to message out the great resources that, that the university and the College of Business offers to uh, not only San Marcos, but to North County and beyond, as you had mentioned. So um, uh, we appreciate everything that, that you and your team are doing to help. And, and, and it's interesting, too, as I think you mentioned that, you know, you have some 
some business leaders that have been volunteering their time to help. And I think that's, you know, whenever you see a crisis, it's, it's always great to see people get together and fight through it and, and work on it together because that's the only way you get through a crisis. That's absolutely correct, Rick. And I, I appreciate certainly the opportunity. Let me let me give you two ways that your listeners can get hold of me if they need to reach me quickly. So they can reach me uh, my uh, telephone number, uh, which which is seven six zero seven five zero four two six six. That's seven six zero seven five zero four two six six. They can reach me via email at m d e j e s u s. That's m d e s u s at c s u s m edu that's m de jesus at c s u s dot edu and i'll tell you one of the things that i enjoy having discussions with with entrepreneurs and business owners and and i know it it, it tickles you also and i know it 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 it, it is fun for you because i can see it in your face when we do a zoom call and that is the entire concept of whiteboarding stuff and thinking through ideas concepts programs strategies that have the capability of building and helping people grow their businesses. And, and here's one thing I know about small businesses for sure. And that is that the entrepreneur generally has to have their own group, their own team. And I'll, and I'm a reference to San Marcos chamber of commerce is the perfect environment to do that with You need other successful or thriving owners or even people who may be having some setbacks right now meeting on a regular basis so that you can share ideas, concepts, and have some education and transference of knowledge occur from either a guest speaker or a guest professor from the university who's capable of about talking about specific projects, or as we're doing right now with the Business Response Recovery and Resource Program, have a total uh, a consultant available to you on a pro bono basis, usually you know, these folks are charging anywhere between 300 to $500 per hour for their consultation. You're going to get an opportunity to have somebody help you review your business. Yes, you're going to have to do some work. No question about that, Rick. But the preparation for that will give you a better result, I think, and a better outcome on the other side because it forced you to prepare and begin to answer some of those strategic questions so that the business consult can give you better strategic and tactical answers moving forward. I mean, retail is going to continue to be challenged. Um, I, I am not an economist. Uh, don't play one on TV. But I will tell you this, that until the consumer becomes comfortable uh, in terms of the physical space and environment, you will see a tremendous spike in my opinion in online ordering and sales which means what if you're a business owner and you haven't properly staffed and or created the right tools the right framework the right application for you to profit in an e-commerce model you are not prepared yet for the balance of this year or 2021 we only prognosticate and the association of retail marketers concurs that there will be a continued uptick and upsurge in retail marketing and retail sales for the balance of the next year. So again, those people pre-pandemic that did very little business online really should aggressively get some guidance and information on how to adopt and implement an e-commerce model, Rick. I mean, that's probably one of the strongest recommendations I can make to those folks who currently don't have a structure in place. 
Yeah, and all the business owners out, out there, you know, everybody is um, everybody is fighting through this, and they're fighting through it in a different way. Every every business is unique, but um, you're not alone. And encourage you to take advantage of these resources uh, that the university provides. Um, great, uh, great information, great resources, and please take advantage of them. So reach out to Miguel or myself for for more information. Miguel, thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, appreciate the time, appreciate the knowledge. Um, like I've said before, I always feel a little smarter after having a conversation with you. <laughs> thanks, Rick. I really appreciate the opportunity to be of service to you and your membership. Have a, have a great week. All right, thanks, Miguel, you too. You've been listening to the San Marcos Chamber podcast. Uh, again, my name is Rick Rangaita, CEO of the Chamber. Uh, appreciate you taking some time to listen to this episode. Um, please uh, reach out to me if there's any uh, guests that you'd like to have me on the, on a show or any uh, information, any topic that you want us to discuss. We'll do it. We are we are here for you. We are here to serve our members in the business community, and that's uh, we'll do everything we can to help. And remember, Farmers Market starting June 30th. Tuesday, every Tuesday from 3 to 7 right here in North City. So please check us out. Uh, Look forward to uh, hearing from you all. Take care and thanks again for listening.